0: you're listening to the cut to the race podcast
2: it's lights out and away we go
0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Cut to the Race News Roundup, the weekly show covering the news, views and opinions from the F1 world, brought to you by the Formula Nerds news team. We have the usual panel today, so Charlotte, how are you?
1: Hi there, I'm good, thanks mate.
0: Lovely stuff, and Jay, how are you?
2: I'm good, thank you Dan. Uh, No race last weekend, so I can't really give you... My opinions or feelings towards it, but I'm optimistic for the Silverstone this weekend.
0: Yeah, Silverstone Race Week. We're looking forward to that one. But before we get there, we've got a little bit of news to talk about. The first of which being non-F1 related. (sighs) Football didn't come home, did it? It tried its best, but didn't quite make it home. Next year.
2: It didn't come home, so it didn't come home. You know what, right? Last week I said to you, I said to you last Thursday, I said, don't get too excited. Yeah, let's not jump the gun here. The Italians are gravy. And what did the whole country do? It didn't listen to me. It jumped the gun. And now look how we all feel. Like trash. Awful. But uh, I think a lot of lessons can be learned from over the last month and in particularly as a society from that Sunday.
0: Yeah, we all get very involved with the football when everyone gets very passionate about the football. But some of the events that we've heard of since last Sunday are just, just shocking to talk about.
1: Yeah, I am. just want to say that I'm completely disgusted and disappointed with the events that happened after Sunday's match. And I really do hope that people will be held accountable for their actions and that there are a few consequences as this can't be unnoticed and things need to change, this can't keep going on. And I really just would like to also add that I do hope that Lando Norris is okay after the incident he was involved in.
0: Yeah, so for those listeners that didn't hear, Lando got mugged after the game on Sunday and his watch was stolen. Uh, the Daily Mail said it as well. He was getting into his McLaren, which is just disgusting. And some of the racist abuse and any other form of abuse that being directed towards England players is, is just horrible. You know, football's a game that everyone can enjoy and love, but these horrible people make that make that so much harder you know that we were the first to congratulate them when they got to the final and the fact that some people now immediately turn to racial slurs or whatever as soon as they miss one penalty like you know gareth southgate said they win as a team they lose as a team and they absolutely they absolutely do so yes that's the downbeat the downbeat talk over but 2022 in qatar i'm sure football will come home the team will be in a better position and we can look forward to that Anyway, let's talk about some F1 news. Uh, Silverstone have confirmed the possibility that a second F1 race could be held at the circuit this year, depending on how the latter half of the calendar goes with COVID. Um a lot of people are calling out for alternative layouts to be used, but I think the most likely thing would just be Pirelli changing the tire compounds up. Jay, what do you what do you think of Silverstone holding a second race?
2: Oh, I think firstly uh, the possibility of a second layout is nigh on impossible because obviously every layout needs to have FIA grade one accreditation and only the normal layout, the international one has the that, that certificate so I can't see there being any other layouts being used. I do pray that there's not a second race at Silverstone uh, I wasn't too keen on two races at the Red Bull Ring I'm not too keen on two races at Cota later in the year. We've got So many good tracks, which everyone can go to in Europe, which could easily host a sprint race and could also host a full-on Grand Prix weekend anyway. So I wouldn't mind seeing um, Magello come back from last year. I wouldn't mind going back to the Nürburgring. I wouldn't even mind going to a place we haven't been to in years, like Haref or Sepang.
0: Um, Yeah, so as I said, the most likely option is probably for Pirelli just to change the tyre compounds. But, I mean, I'm not sure how possible that is because Pirelli have got the hardest in the range this week and you can't really go a lot softer because as we've seen at Silverstone it completely destroys tyres you know you need to look at last year with Lewis Hamilton finishing the race on three wheels
2: 2013 crazy everyone's tyre blew out even Hamilton's and he was in the lead and I was there that day and there was oh the anguish amongst hundred and twenty thousand British people. The only reason I say, it, say it's there is because I know you guys are going this weekend. I'm jealous. I, I wanted to make myself feel yeah. a part of it. Chicky flex. Um, yeah, Chicky flex. Twenty thirteen. I was there, mate. Yeah. Whilst well, you lot were at school, I, I was in the trenches.
0: That's I was still, I was still at primary school in twenty thirteen. Oh in, my you-
1: goodness.
2: Yeah, just please yeah. the nappies made. But it it yeah, was, pretty much. It,
0: was, it was class. <laughs> just learn how to use the potty. Um, speaking of Silverstone, Mercedes are bringing an upgrade to Silverstone as well, which they call good and exciting. Um, thank God they really need to. They haven't, you know, they've been so far behind the last five races. They this update needs to be good, otherwise they can almost kiss goodbye to the constructors.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely been a long time coming, especially after Red Bull have now won four in a row, and Max has won three out of the four. Red Bull just look completely unstoppable and they've been making upgrades to the car compared to Mercedes. So I do think that this will help. I really actually want to see Ham win this week. Firstly, to keep the championship going. And secondly, it's a home race for him and I'll be there on the Sunday. So I personally just want to witness that. Um, so, yeah, I think this should be a good thing. Let's see what happens.
2: I think it shows that what Toto uh, Wall said a few weeks ago was a bit of kidology when he said that we're not upgrading this car. I think it was just a ruffle of few feathers to unsettle Mr Christian Horner and the team of Milton Keynes. This is evidence that he was just trying to get under their skin. But will it work? Who knows? Red Bull have been so dominant and were so far ahead at the Red Bull ring. I mean, obviously, Silton's a very different track, a lot more high-speed corners. But it would be interesting to see whether it works and whether... Hamilton can challenge for that 99th victory it's actually a shame and it's just kind of off the mill but it's a shame that he's not going for his 100th victory this weekend because if you think about it he had how many chances since uh, Barcelona he, he had like yeah. five races since then to try and win at least one win he's 100th at his home grand prix and that would have been just a lovely sort of story to tell the kids that, he, that you guys were there but hey ho
0: you yeah. were there Everyone was talking that it was going to be, you know, he was going to get hundred two, hundred three Silverstone. No one thought that he wouldn't even be a hundred. It just didn't cross anyone's mind. Red will have just suddenly come out of nowhere.
2: Bold, bold statement. But do you even think he'll reach a hundred? Because let's say he struggles to yeah. the rest of this season, yeah. and then next year Mercedes just aren't on it like they have been, and like new regulation change, things go up, and he'll find a way. We're Could not you imagine even halfway
1: it? through the like season yet? So.
2: I know, I know, but sometimes he's <laughs> got out of their interest. And like, if he doesn't win 100 races, then I feel like that would be one of the biggest stories in recent history because he's been on the brink.
0: No, he will definitely win 100. Um, this morning, before we started recording, recording on Tuesday morning, uh, I was listening while eating my breakfast to the F1 Nation podcast. Um, and I've got an interesting bit of information that I don't think you guys will know yet. George oh, cool. Russell was talking and he said as everybody knows they look after me it's mercedes obviously but with regards to my drive for next year nothing has been signed or sealed and nothing will be announced in silverstone so i can let you know that so that's that nothing's happening at silverstone
1: i think you're just hoping that dan
0: no no he genuinely said that i'm not just <laughs> i'm not just making that up
1: no like uh, I, I believe he said that but i don't know if that's true
0: why would he say it though if it's not true
1: because he can't go oh don't you worry guys i've got something coming on S- at Silverstone.
0: no but he wouldn't categorically deny it if he knew there was something coming surely because that's just bad press for him
1: yeah but then toto said there'd be no improvements and upgrades and look where we are now
0: <laughs> does he class the know. driver <laughs> does he class the driver line up in an improvement and upgrades
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is our upgrade that was such a bad i don't oh god why did i try and be toto oh, I, don't-
0: I don't know but that's staying in the podcast <laughs> 100%. You know, I think Toto Toto's actually been clever to not announce it at Silverstone, if that's true, because there's so long left in the season and as long as Bottas is fighting for his seat, he's going to try 100% for the team. And as soon as he knows he's not fighting for that seat, he's not going to try and bother, really. He's going he's gonna to go right off the kerb and turn into what Seb was last year, where he just didn't really care, to be honest. Um, but,
1: very quick, I'd like to add, um, we have seen via instagram f1 have announced that they're going to be um probably announcing their 2022 car on thursday however someone has commented on the post saying at mercedes amg will announce russell right and mercedes replied lips are sealed emoji be sure to tune in now that seems very ominous to me
0: They've now deleted I... that as well.
1: Exactly. They've deleted that. So that looks even more suspicious. So, hmm. Okay, cool. I
2: think someone, someone's <laughs> definitely got in trouble for that, haven't they? Someone's definitely got in trouble. Someone's leaked a bit of information. If, if, if people listen to this could see the look on Dan's face when Charlotte said that. <laughs> like, you know, like back in the cartoon days when their jaw would drop and literally hit the floor. <laughs> Dan's jaw literally just hit the floor.
0: I think yeah. that's someone speculating, to be honest. Um, like it came
2: from a Mercedes official account. Like when yeah. Charlotte started that, I was a bit sort of worried about whether she's just going to quote some random. But BMW it wasn't. It wasn't say.
0: the F1 account though. It was just Mercedes cars. So I reckon that's just someone stirring the pot. Do you remember when Dulux were announced as the Spurs sponsor, and they started making all sorts of <laughs> jokes about how Spurs don't have trophies? I think this is just a social media manager trying Dan, to. You, you just to support have fun.
2: teams and drivers You can just be so easily be banned.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but it's all part it of it. You,
2: it must be hard for you, man. Do you know what? Yeah, I was just thinking this as well. I think I, I've had to put you guys on the spot because I know Dan is obviously a huge Bottas fan and wants to see Bottas and see next season. So I was thinking, right, why don't you guys have like 15 seconds where you try. I'll, I'll play Toto Wolf. Okay. Uh, Charlotte, you play George. Dan, you play Valtteri.
0: Charlotte's <laughs> got a drama degree. This is unfair.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like your, so. your knowledge of Bottas, I think, is probably a bit better than Charlotte's of Russell. Yes.
1: Because
2: you literally studied this guy. Rather than rising for A-levels, you studied <laughs> <and the laughs>
1: Bottas. That's
2: so, not true. I was thinking. Anyway, you you got an A-level in drama anyway as well, so it's it's all fair. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. not a degree. No, but you're making excuses. Right, so here's what we're going to do. I think, what, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. I want you to try and persuade me why you, George Valtteri, deserve the seat in next year. So I think we'll start with Dan. Uh, go for it, go on.
0: Well, it's pretty obvious really, isn't it? You know, Bottas is a world-class driver. Any weekend that Hamilton has off, as shown in Austria, Hamilton dropped back, Bottas was right there, P2, best he could have done. If push comes to shove, Toto knows that Bottas will play the team game. And what's the point in upsetting Hamilton? Bottas and Hamilton have a great relationship. They've won the constructors for the last however many years it is. Toto, I can guarantee, enjoys that a lot more than he enjoys 2016 when the two Mercedes drivers were constantly fighting. That would have been very stressful for him. So he's getting the same result in the constructors and he's winning the drivers, but with a much more harmonious relationship.
2: Well said. It's a bit longer than 15 seconds, but it was well said. Charlotte, George, over to you.
1: Okay, here we go. So. Russell. and that's
2: all we've got time for on the cut to the race wow. up, uh, up, let uh, me have part. a chance <laughs> Mate, i'm go the on. team leader here go go on. On. i will I
1: literally
2: am... be 15
1: seconds because that's all he needs right ready?
2: I'm, t- I'm counting
1: okay so george russell has been in formal love for three years he hasn't had a chance he's proved himself in williams he even made q3 completely outperforming the car he's never been out qualified by a teammate in williams when he did have the chance to be in mercedes at the secure grand prix he wasn't even fully fitted to the chair he wasn't even fully comfortable he didn't even know all the buttons but what he was p2 on the grid and he could have had the win if everything had gone his way from that pit stop but he has proved himself and if they do not sign him now i think they could lose him so it's time to bring him in plus i do actually think that he wouldn't like you know i don't think you'd have that many problems with hamilton i don't think he'd try and you know outperform him and ruin his races i think he'd still be playing the teammate uh
2: well what i've just learned from that is that neither of you guys are good at timekeeping but (laughs) both made valid arguments um you know what right as Toto Wolf, my only issue with Bottas is, is, is Bottas cut from the same cloth as world champions? <laughs> yes, he
0: is. Right, we have to move on because otherwise we're going to run out of time and we're going to take up everyone else's day. Uh, Kimi Räikkönen has said that he's not sure if he's going to be on the grid next year and Alfa Romeo has said they're not sure if they want Kimi Räikkönen on the grid next year. Should he stay or should he go is the obvious question here. You like a
2: clash.
1: Should
2: he stay early. or should he go now? That's, so what, I
1: That's I what I was getting at. For the
2: clash. But. Uh, Kimmy, you know what, right? I think mean, Alfa Romeo, it makes sense to get rid of him. You know, he's he's not obviously on the same level as he was back in I the day. I didn't think you were going to say that. You know, I love Kimmy, but and like, he's he's a real sort of icon in Formula One history. And he's this strange figure, which is so elusive, but then so interesting at the same time. But the guy is what? He's 40 now? He's 40. He probably commands quite a high wage bill. And he's not on the pace anymore the, My only issue is Is Giovinazzi ready to be a team leader? I don't think he is So then does that mean that Alfred may have replaced Kimi with some more experienced, Like a Nico Hülkenberg Sorry to say it again Or do they just go for the say, What the sort of logical option is And bring in Callum lot? What do they do? But I think Kimi he's, mate, he's, he's had a good innings I mean he's not dying But he's had a very good innings And I think it's time to step aside Let some young blood come through
1: Yeah, I totally agree with Jay. I do think it's his time to go. I think he's actually 41, potentially 42 this year. I'm not sure. I could be making that up. But I do think it's time for a new generation. He has made a few mistakes already this year. And I just feel like he'll be taking up another seat if he stays. So bring on the new gen.
0: Yeah, there is a point where he has to allow the new generation to come through and flourish. Otherwise, it's just not fair on them, really. They're just going to be... Waiting in the wings. Bless you, Jay. Jay's just sneezed while on mute. Um, Moving on, we have Silverstone this week, as we've already mentioned many, many times. uh, The first of F1's sprint races. Excited for that?
1: Yeah. I say it with hesitation. Yeah,
0: you don't sound very sure.
1: Yeah, well, I don't like change. Um, So this is going to take time to adapt. (laughs) But... um, As Seb has actually said before, I just want the race to feel like the race. I understand why they've been doing it. They want, you know, more people to be watching F1 so they think, oh, if we have more race action compared to just Friday being practice, it will be better. But, you know, I'm intrigued to see how it will be, what will happen, and I would like the sprint race to switch things up if that is the case, to make it worthwhile. So yeah, let's see what happens, eh?
0: You're worried it takes away from the Sunday spectacle, aren't you? Which is kind of what I am worried about as well. I'm excited to see more racing and there's more sessions on track that are meaningful now, which I think will be really good when I'm there. But I just hope it doesn't become a procession, really. But I don't know. Jay, what are your thoughts on on it?
2: Uh, I'm not overly concerned about it ruining the Sunday because F2... that is two spin races now and that's always crazy and hectic and beautiful and amazing but that's because of reverse
0: grids F1 aren't doing reverse grids here we go it's another argument entirely there
2: that's my fear is that is it just going to be another what time where Verstappen Hamilton and Perez or maybe even Bottas that guy maybe they just drive them to the distance because they've got the best cars and also as well because there's only three points to fight or six points to fight for but only get given to the top three if you're on, like, fifth or sixth, is it really worth trying to... I mean, I know it sets the grid for the next day, but is it really worth trying to, like, risk muscling past someone, kind for a bold move into a corner and risking damage for nothing can the World Championship? Of course, you do get that bonus of sign high up on, on, on Sunday, but is it really worth it to the team?
1: Um, I've just had a thought, and it's a question to both of you. So, with the reverse grid, for instance, obviously... Mercedes and Red Bull would be at the front in normal circumstances. Before the reverse grid, do you think they... I don't know if this is a thing, but could they do a tactic to ensure they qualify 10th so then they would be at the front of the grid?
2: Well, the thing with that is that in, so say F2, so you have the qualifying, and then that sets the race... That, that, that's just a good for the feature race on the Sunday so where, where the big points are given out. So it's not really in your... Best interest to risk, say, throwing qualifying to start tenth, and then going up and trying to get through the field, and then you you only start say eighth in the uh, in the feature race. So it's probably in the best interest to just qualify well, try and maximise the reverse good race if there was one, and then go for it in the feature race.
0: Yeah, I'm always wondering, regardless of reverse grids, if people will try and tactically choose their grid slot so they'll want the clean side of the grid, for example, and if they're going to deliberately lose a place to get the clean side of the grid, you know, it's almost how petty do the teams want to be to gain an advantage? Because for someone like, I don't know, an Alpha Towery. Losing one place in qualifying is nothing, but, you know, Gasly's very good at starts, so he might prefer being on the clean side of the grid and hope to make up a couple of places if he has the superior line. I don't know. I'll leave that question there.
2: Look out for Giovinazzi. That's what I'm going to say. Yes, he's very
0: good at starts.
2: What a starter and what a set of hair. (laughs) Jesus.
0: Jesus. Uh, F2 is back at Silverstone I haven't had it since Baku and that was a very good round in Baku. Uh, Guan Yu Zhou currently leads the championship, who of course tried the Alpine last time out in Austria, uh, from Oscar Piastri and then his Premier teammate Robert Schwartzmann. Schwartzmann was pretty much the favourite heading into this season but he had a very difficult start to the year but he had a very strong round in Baku which has brought him back into potential for an F1 seat really as Haas, Alfa Romeo. Maybe a reserve role like Callum Ilott feel, uh, feels this year.
2: Have you guys been following the F2 at all? I have. I do like a bit of F2. It's a bit more, you guaranteed a bit more sort of chaos. My, not issue, but my sort of thing with F2 now is that there's not many avenues into Formula 1 currently. There's a lot of long-term contracts in the, on the F1 grid. And also there's this weird sort of thing where quite a lot of experienced drivers are in this weird sort of lull. Like this sort of weird purgatory between F1 and F2. So, you've got obviously you got Calamala, who's not in F2 this year, who's not in F1, but is the reserve driver for Alfa Romeo. You've got Alex Albon, who's still ticking about. You've got Stoffel Van Dorn, who's in Formula E, and uh, Nick DeVry. There's a lot of drivers who aren't in F2, who, who graduated from F2, and even sometimes have had a bit of experience in F1, who aren't in F1 anymore, but could teams look to them first before putting in another? the f2 drivers and what you just said as well dan about the championship you got uh joe and piastri at the top both alpine young drivers there is no space at alpine next season so we could have a weird sort of thing where both the winner and second place or the title contenders for f2 this year don't find themselves in f1 next year which is weird.
0: people often say being in the red bull program is like disastrous for a driver because it can really ruin your career But I think in a way the Alpine program's worse because they don't have a junior team. So there's nowhere for these drivers to go really if they want to remain with Alpine unless they want to take on the sidelines or leave the driver academy. And from Alpine's point of view, they're not going to want to.
2: There was talk, because obviously Renault only supply Alpine nowadays, of them having a junior team and just just, so they have a customer team to buy their engine. So possibly, who knows, what's your space? That could be cool.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, Last time out of Silverstone, Mazepin and Sonoda won the two respective F2 races, so maybe the circuit's a little bit stronger for both of them, they've both been struggling quite a lot so far in F1 this year Um, and I want to see them improve, you know, say what you like about Mazepin, it would still be nice to see him fighting a little bit closer to the grid rather than a minute off and Sonoda's shown so much promise, he just hasn't really been able to convert it to race results yet and every other weekend he crashes. Uh, Rosanna Tennant, who was a podcast guest and friend of the Formula Nerds, is leading commentary as well this week as Alex Jakes focuses on the live Channel 4 broadcast, so good luck to her. Wish her all the best. Uh, w Series is also at Silverstone. Charlotte, what's going on with W Series?
1: Yes. Yeah, so just a quick summary of what's been happening in W Series. So this weekend will be round three for the W Series, following the doubleheader that we saw in Austria at the Red Bull Ring. Round 1 in Austria saw Alice Powell dominate the Red Bull Ring, leading the race from lights out to the checkered flag, whilst also claiming the fastest lap in the race, making it a great start for the 2021 season. She was followed by a fellow British driver, Sarah Moore, who came in second. Despite starting in ninth, she was able to capitalise on others' misfortunes to claim the second step on the podium. And the final podium position was held by Fabian Wohend, Wohend, um, who started ninth from the grid to finish in third, which was a great achievement by the German driver. Also defending champion Jamie Chadwick came to finish in P7, hoping to redeem herself in the following race. And in round two, she did just that. Chadwick dominated the second event in Austria, claiming pole position, the win, and now she's is the top of the championship. And W Series rookie Irina Sidor- Sidorkova claimed her maiden podium, in only her second race to finish in P2, followed by Emma Kimmelainen, who finished six seconds behind in P3. So currently we have three British drivers leading the standings, which is Jamie Chadwick, Sarah Moore and Alice Powell, ahead of going to their home race at Silverstone this weekend. So for this weekend, I would say that we should watch out for our British drivers. You know, they've had a very strong couple of opening races All of those drivers have stood on the podium at least once already. With a home crown behind them, I'd say they're the ones to watch.
2: It's really good that W Series is at Silverstone. These drivers, like you said, Alice, Alice Powell, Sarah Moore, they have a chance to race in front of, what, 140-odd thousand British fans to get behind them. It's so good that we have so much young talent coming to this country on the driver front. I know there was the heartbreak on Sunday of losing, but be optimistic in motorsport terms we've got... Uh, a litany of young drivers who can go on to amazing things
0: yeah they provide great role models for young girls that maybe didn't think they had roots into motorsport or whatever and now they've they're going to see this at an f1 weekend racing with f1 people and be like wow i can do it too which is great that's what everyone wants to see you know Uh, and suppose we can't we can't talk about silverstone without mentioning the fact that there are one hundred forty thousand people there a capacity crowd Biggest crowd in the UK since COVID times. It's a bit apprehensive, I'm not going to lie, because that is a lot of people. But as long as everyone does their COVID tests, vaccines or whatever, that atmosphere is going to be so good and I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited to experience that in the flesh. Also, like you say, a bit apprehensive because, you know, quite a few people. But I do think that Formula One have been taking COVID so seriously. I do think they've been taking the right precautions and they have been quite safe. So I feel like that whole day will feel the exact same. And it would just be great to have all the fans there. You know, even if you're not there in person, I think you'll feel that, you know, watching it virtually and, you know, in your homes. I just think it's going to be so exciting. Silverstone always have great fans and a great atmosphere. So bring it on.
2: I'm guided, to be fair. I'm guided I'm not going. I'm happy for you guys. Soak it up, but don't make me too jealous. Don't send me too many photos and enjoy it. Is this your first Grand Prix, British Grand Prix? Yes. Really? I went in 2018,
0: oh, but right, this this oh, I can't wait for this one. I'm more excited for this one.
2: Yeah, it's, it's been a long old wait to have a, a, a packed out Silverstone.
0: Just the smell of a racetrack, the sound of a racetrack, the atmosphere of a racetrack, everything about a racetrack. It's just brilliant I can't wait yeah.
2: <laughs> soak it in soak it in chap
1: soak yeah it in.
0: exactly exactly uh, looking at the actual racing as we've already mentioned Lewis Hamilton needs a very strong weekend as do Mercedes and as does Valtteri Bottas because if Russell isn't announced and if nothing is signed like he says he still needs to prove that he can have that second Mercedes seat he's had three very strong weekends in a row hopefully that can be four and win and I will just explode with happiness Jay you want to say something?
2: I was just going to say right that do you think Verstappen will get booed no you don't I think Mazepin will well, I think yeah but then that's just guaranteed anywhere you go but you see obviously Hamilton is the hometown boy he's the hero when he was battling Rosberg Rosberg got booed at Silverstone quite severely when Vettel was at the top Vettel got booed quite severely I remember 2013 Vettel had a gearbox failure I think and the crowd was in did you watches. go in 2013 you should mention that I should shouldn't I <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that did you not know that? Kept oh, back I'll tell you games. again. when yeah, in 2013 and um, Nico Rosberg won before he oh. got booed, and how <laughs> well, was winning, and then he, his engine blew out, and then Vettel was winning, and then his gearbox failed, and the crowd went crazy when his when his gearbox failed. Is Verstappen kind of in that territory you now where British people might resent him a little bit because he's you know, ruffling the feathers of the home hometown hero Lewis? I don't think he is
0: because I don't think so. Everyone, even Lewis fans, are now so excited that there's an actual race for the championship. I don't, I don't think that he will be booed. I think, if anything, he'll be cheered. The orange army will be at Silverstone as well, and they'll be making a lot of noise. For Verstappen,
2: yeah, of course they is will. They go everywhere. Ha- but how are they going to get in? You, you can't just get in.
0: Well, no, but there'll be Verstappen fans that live in England. Oh yeah, they? yeah,
2: there'll be Verstappen fans, but. I don't think it'll be like as prominent as Austria, where you can just sort no, of no, it won't Austria be
0: as prominent means. as Austria, but it will be. There'll be Verstappen fans anywhere you go. There's Verstappen fans. All right, we need very quickly one bold prediction heading into the race from both of you, Jay. What is your bold prediction?
2: What hell? You put me on the spot here. Um, I am going to go for Aston Martin top six.
0: One or both. One. Well, I think both. One Aston Martin in the top six. Okay, Charlotte.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm panicking. Um, well, I don't know if this is bold, but I'm just going to say Lewis Hamilton for the win. Actually, here we go. We'll go bold. We'll say he's going to get pole position and he's going to get the win.
0: Pole plus win.
1: Yeah, we'll add both. To yeah, what the about fastest
0: lap? Uh,
1: yeah, go on. Oh, we'll have all three. Season, Let's add it. Let's add it all. Come on, I'm backing him. Every season of Formula
2: him. One, if you said that as a prediction, people would have been like, oh, that's a bit obvious. But yeah, it's kind of crazy how this season, that is a bold prediction. It's exactly.
1: completely shifted changed. on
0: its head. I'm going to go for...
1: Bottas
0: is going to win. No, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go for that because I'd have to say that every week. I'm going to go for Lando Norris top, five in qualifying and a podium that's what I'm going to go for I think think that's bold enough
1: top Top, five is definitely a given top five in qualifying
2: that's that's a bit safe that's a bit
1: safe no but to move from
0: there to the podium that would require some either amazing driving or dnfs so that's what I'm going for but we will see when we reconvene after the silverstone weekend which uh, we're looking forward to and jay went to silverstone in 2013 in case the listeners weren't aware he he might have mentioned once or twice.
2: I did, and it was really good fun. i really yeah. recommend it to anyone who wants to go Grand Prix.
0: Yeah, do absolutely do. The atmosphere's great. That is all we have time for today on the news roundup show. Thank you very much for listening. It was always fun to record. We look forward to Silverstone. Jay, thank you very much. A pleasure as always. Charlotte, thank you.
1: Thanks, Dan, and hopefully see you at Silverstone.
0: Absolutely. We'll see everyone next week. Goodbye.
2: Podcast Network.